0: But then I was, um, it it was just in my heart, we've just experienced the honor of having our president be in our city of Bemidji, and so much prayer (laughs) went into that, but my prayer was for, I, I was using restoration for him, for all those that make this happen, you know, as But then it was, I was praying in spirit. I got the stamina. I don't use that word very often, but I got up, Googled Webster, and this is what it means. And then what I sensed was, whoa, we all need that. I didn't know the full meaning of it, but it was like it was more than just the president. Stamina from the Webster Dictionary. The bodily or mental capacity to sustain a prolonged, stressful effort or activity. The bodily or mental capacity to sustain a prolonged, stressful activity or effort. Use the word endurance. And immediately, I was brought to what we've been experiencing with the pandemic. And as it pertains now to the education, this morning, I made a point to talk to, I think, almost every student we have here, Um, wanting to know. I did that last Sunday, too, as a teacher in my background. I wanted to know, what are you experiencing? And we have many—I didn't get to talk to Sarah yet. Different schools, there's different schools represented. Because this has been a prolonged, stressful thing we've been a part of. It's not just been with a snap of the finger, okay, back to normal. But what the Holy Spirit was saying, and this morning it was that song, um, I'll Not Be Overwhelmed. God I'll not be overwhelmed that just it's like it just went into me that's our confession we are not going to be overwhelmed by this right now this day the point we're at right now we have stamina we have endurance that is in and by the holy spirit (sighs) That's how he sees us, filled with his power. That's how he sees us. He wants us to see ourselves that way too. And so the scripture that when I went, I googled then, you know, endurance, perseverance. And the scripture is one that I've been studying for a couple of weeks. I'm not going to share it all today, but it was... Uh, that they gave for endurance is Colossians 3, 23 and 24. Whatever you do, and this is personalized, whatever you do with your work, with your schooling, whatever you do um, in your home, with your activities, whatever you do, whenever you're doing it, Do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Right now, we're doing a lot of stuff that is mandates that have been given down to us from the leadership of the state of Minnesota. And um, they want us compliant. I heard that from students. There's some There's a strictness. You had better comply to this. Well, here it says, whatever you're doing, basically whenever you're doing it, wherever you are, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord... You will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. And I just address this right now this morning to students. If you're listening online or you're here, you're serving the Lord Jesus Christ, whether you're distance learning or doing it hops, you know, this day in school, this day. Do it heartily as to the Lord. Serve the Lord, have your heart be bright. Hang in there (laughs) with that Holy Spirit stamina, Holy Spirit endurance. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask you for help, Lord, to persevere with this, Lord. We know there's pressures. There's pressures with all of this that's been happening. But you are saying that we can endure and persevere in you and with the right heart. We're so thankful to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Refresh us this morning with your word. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Um,
1: Thank you, Joyce. That's that. Stamina, it's part of that life force that God gives to us, it's life, eternal life. Zoe life that we started talking about some last week. We're going to talk some more today, I believe. And... Um, Praise your name, Lord Jesus. You know, there are so many things going on in the world today. Joyce mentioned some of it. You know, it it calls for stamina. It calls for so much for the strength of the Lord for it to be our helper. And he is. He's an ever-present help. The word says in time of trouble, in time of need. But this is something he wants us to have, is that he lives inside of us, that knowledge, that revelation. You know, the word tells us, we saw last week, in fact, we could look there just a moment, 2 Timothy, starting, it's 1, starting at verse 8. So never be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor be embarrassed over my imprisonment. But overcome every evil by the revelation of the power of God. Overcome every evil. Evil is bad. Evil is that which is of the devil. Devil. Bad. By the revelation of the power of God, and that's the dunamis of God, and the realization that God by his spirit dwells inside of us. Consciousness that he's here with us, but he's, he's among us, but he's in us. He lives in us, he dwells in us. He's here right now. He is there with you in your homes or wherever you may be watching this, listening. But he wants you to know, be reminded that he is there. And you know, we cannot, we won't be able to make it through successfully. We won't overcome, be overcomers, which is God is what he's wanting for you to be in whatever you do, whether it's in school or whatever. That he, in business, in the home, workplaces where we go. He wants us to be overcomers. And it's through his strength. It's through his stamina. That's what it is. Amen? Especially in these days with all that's going on. And you know, there is a lot of activity in the spirit realm. Even during worship, I was mentioning to the worship team this morning, or maybe it was specifically Abby that I was sharing that even during the practice time there's things that begin to take place in the spirit realm. We were talking about, you know, how much ahead of the service to start singing and we've been doing that for a few weeks before 10 o'clock because then around 10 o'clock we welcome the people that are joining us by live stream The fact is that that all prepares the way for things in the spirit realm. But that's true in your home too. It's true in your vehicle that you drive in. It's true in the school where you are. It's true on the farm or the ranch. That we have a fact on the spirit realm around us. You know, if we're praising and thanking God, what a great effect that is. It it actually, actually, Linnea, Linnea likes that word, actually. (laughs) I just thought of that when I saw you. It's actually doing things in the spirit realm when you praise. And when you speak, what kind of wor- words are you speaking? In the praise time this morning, i opened up my Bible, see if I can find that. It was just it made me chuckle in a way, I'm not sure exactly why, but it was Psalm 106, and this, you won't have this for the screen, but... Uh, So Psalm 106, starting verse 24, it says, Then they despised the pleasant land. This is the children of Israel. They did not believe his word. They could go in. They could enter. They just simply didn't believe his word. Next verse is, But complained in their tents. Now, did that do something in the spirit realm? See, there's tremendous spirit activity wherever you are and wherever you go. You are in the spirit realm. Did you know that? I mean, you are a spirit. But you also have a body, so you have authority in this natural realm. Do you see that? Did you catch that? You have authority in this natural realm because you have a natural, you're in a body. And you're living here now, you're dwelling here now. And the enemy doesn't like you because you're a believer. He doesn't like you. And he has his schemes. He has his Things lined up to try to pull you down, particularly in this day. It's a day, I believe, of great outpourings of new wine, great outpourings of the Spirit of God. I believe that. You say, well, it seemed just the opposite. It seemed just the opposite. Even when we don't see that you're working. Even then when we don't feel that you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. Amen? Amen. And he's working. He's working in you. But have stamina. Yes. Have patience. That word goes with it too. Through faith and patience they obtained the promises. We have the promises of the word of God. How do we receive them? Well, by faith. Faith and patience. I mean, if we receive it just like that, I mean, there's not a lot of patience needed. And that happens sometimes. But a lot of times, it just don't happen that way. And you know what, especially as you mature in God, it seems like that's what it is. The further on you go, see, he's growing you up. You're in training. Even for the days ahead, but for even the days right now, he's training you. I remember the first time I got healed, it wasn't, I don't think it was even my faith, to be honest, in a way, I'm not sure. I still was at the point where I didn't know if it was God's will to heal. It was when I was in Michigan, and I, my neck, it would just hurt so bad, I don't know if you can get a cold in your neck, somebody said, well, you got a cold in your neck, is that possible, Clintus? Has anybody ever heard of that before? You have. Okay. But anyway, I had gone to it with my cousin Tim, rig drink, we had gone to... Hello, by the way, Tim, if you're watching this. You remember that? When we went to the Tiger game? And, you know, growing up, my mom was a Tiger fan always, Detroit Tigers, because she grew up in Michigan. And uh, so she... She got us to be Tiger fans back then. Sorry, sorry, Tim and Tiger's uh, no longer Tiger fan. We joined the Twins fan club a long time ago, but we went to this game, I had w- waited all my life, you know, of course, that time I was only, what, 20, 21, 22 years old, but finally get to Tiger Stadium, sitting along the left field line there, looking out toward left field, and I could not turn my head. I mean, it hurt so bad, so I had to go like this every time I wanted to look at home plate, and then I'd look over here and so forth. Anyway, we got home from the game. It was a few hours away. And Milton Elaine Borkter had a praise and worship night every Saturday night at their home. So I went there the next day. Must have been a Friday we went to the game. And they were telling me, no, actually this wasn't the praise and worship time. This was just at their home. Because my Aunt Belle told me, well, they pray for people for healing. Why don't you go over there? and talk to him. And so I did, I talked to him because it was really hurting, it was bad. And I started sharing with them and as a, I, I kind of was trying to intellectualize, is this okay to pray for healing? I don't know if anybody else has ever been there, but I was there, I know what that's like. Or is it God's will to heal me? Before I get any further, let me say this. It is God's will to heal you and you. That would be physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever way, relationally. He wants wholeness for us. That's God's will. That's life. See, there's the subject for the day, life. Zoe life, eternal life. Zoe life, eternal life, that's what God brings. In fact, let's go to the next verse, and I'll finish that story in a moment. Verse 9. He gave us resurrection life. We sang about that this morning. Oh, wow. That was a good song, too. (laughs) That's the first time I heard that one. He gave us resurrection life and drew us to himself by his holy calling on our lives. You have a calling, and it's to live in the life of God, to be a light for God, to have his life abundant. And it wasn't because of any good that we have done, but by his divine pleasure and marvelous grace that confirmed our union with the anointed Jesus even before time began. This truth is now being unveiled by the revelation of the anointed Jesus, our life giver. Say that. Our life giver. Say it at home. Say it. Well, you can't tell me what to do in my house. Oh, come on. Say it. (laughs) Life-giver. <laughs> Let's say it with him at home. Life-giver. Oh, yeah, that's what he is. Zoe life, eternal life, the God kind of life, the life that's the kind of life like God's life is. Our life-giver who has dismantled death, obliterating I was going to look up that word this week. I never got to it. Obliterating all its effects on our lives and has manifested his immortal life. That's that Zoe life in us by the gospel. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to manifest that life. But sometimes for certain things, well, healing is a manifestation of life. And as we grow in him, he calls for us to grow up. We expect different things of our children when they're 10 than when they're 2. Right? Right? Or it's just a difference. Anyway, this time, here I was, had this terrible neck ache, couldn't turn it, and talked to Milton and Elaine about it. I was over at their house. I said, well, let's not talk about it anymore. Let's just pray. And I stopped and I says, well, maybe we could pray about if we should pray about it. That's exactly what I told them. Maybe we should pray about whether we should pray for my healing. And they said, okay. And so anyway, I could still remember we all, we got, there were three of us, we got, I don't think you were with me, were you? Oh, you were there too? Okay, sorry. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> okay, we had the four of us <laughs> there at Melanie Lane's house and See, on our knees around this little circle, and, and then we were praying, and uh, they didn't pray about if they should pray or not. We got down, I closed my eyes, and all of a sudden I felt a hand on my neck and thought, oh, they must be gonna pray for me right now. And, and they did, they prayed for healing. So you remember that? What else do you remember about that? You remember me saying that? You do? (laughs) This pretty much a novice in that area. So, okay, at that moment, nothing happened. But I went home, because it was hurting so bad. I must have dropped you off or something, I'm not sure. But then I went up right up to my bed, and I laid down on my bed, and I woke up 20 minutes later, and I was soaking wet. And that thing had broken off of me. I could totally move my neck, it was totally gone. Now it was about an hour and a half later after they prayed, but that was impressive to me. That was impressive to me. But I must say, in my life now, I need to stand sometimes after I prayed for healing or whatever it is. I really, there needs to be faith and patience. There needs to be the stamina, the endurance of staying on the word, keeping the life flow, keeping the life flow. You know, we see that in I don't know if we have this scripture, uh, Proverbs 4, verse 20. I don't think we have that one, do we? But that, that's one thing. Um, maybe, you know, we've been talking about our wineskins being renewed. Because there's new wine coming. There's new wine of the Holy Spirit coming. There's new wine of the Holy Spirit coming in this day. And he's making adjustments in it. Pastor Dean had a vision. Could you bring that mic over to Pastor Dean, Joyce? Or or do you guys have a mic there you could get to Pastor Dean? Why don't you just keep yours? There's, there's adjustments he's making in us, getting us ready for this new wine. Help me remember Proverbs 4. Okay? There's adjustments he's doing, he's making, concerning this new wine. He's renewing. He's having us have our wineskins renewed. I'm over here. Good to see you again. Our wineskins renewed. And we saw it's by the washing of the water of the word, that's what they would do with old wineskins. They'd take them and they'd put them in water. They'd soak them in water for a long time, some of them. And we saw the connection there, the washing of the water of the word. We just gotta keep washing ourselves with the word and each other. Actually, where that reference is, it's talking about husband-wife relationship, but it can be with other people that we're close with as well, washing each other with the water of the word, bringing the word. But then also we saw that what they did once the wineskin became supple and soft, then they would apply oil. And we know that's the oil of the Spirit. It's the working of the Holy Spirit and the Word that he's doing in this day. But what, what was that, Pastor Dean, that Jesus, you didn't... Uh, he, how do I even <laughs> ask? It was a thing of, there was a little bit of pruning or something. Right. Could you just... Well, okay, wish... what I saw, and I, it wasn't like Jesus was talking to me, but I was sensing his attitude in his heart, and then I saw, like, a large object. It was, it was just a large object, and then a couple of pieces broke off, and it came into my heart that there is a little more pruning before jesus is going to move in visitation in this congregation there are going to be a few things removed and i didn't know exactly what they were but so this is looking at it in just a little different way there is talk about pruning we have talked about the vine the branches too that the life comes through the vine to us, the branches, but then there's pruning that has to take place for more growth and what he wants to do for more fruit. But then also the illustration of the new wine, But then what it is, it's the visitation. It's the manifestation of of him and his life and his glory. Right, Pastor Dean? So that's what's happening. He's bringing forth that softening. And this is where we need to be in the Word. We just need to stay there and meditate on the Word. Read the Word, meditate on the Word, because believe me, the enemy will try to come against you and to cause you to fall, to stumble, to get discouraged, get into despair, get into discouragement over whatever it could be something with your health or finances or relationships or business, workplace, whatever it is. But his life, his life is what needs to come forth. Because when his life come forth, comes forth, it's like a force that affects everything around us. But you see, that stamina or endurance or patience is a force, also that couples with that, that affects the spirit realm. Like I said, there's things in the spirit realm that are affecting everything. There's great activity right in this room right now. And you know what, as we're in praise and worship, there's great activity of angels. God wants us to know this. There's great activity of the angels, and they actually are sent forth from here to situations. As we worship God, getting our eyes off of our trouble or problems, there's something that's released in the Spirit to our very problems and troubles. And part of that is the angels being sent forth at His Word. That's the truth. Believe it. Believe it. I'm still in Psalm 106 here. I'm going to just page back a couple pages to Psalm 103. This is verse starting in 19. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Did you know that you're a part of his kingdom now? You are a part of his kingdom now. And he commissioned us with his authority to go forth in the earth and in our places of influence to establish that kingdom, his kingdom. But then it goes on. Bless the Lord, you his angels who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. And when we're full of the word, what comes out of us, the word, some of the songs we sing are songs of proclamation or declaration. Some of the, some of the words in there. Or the, the word Lord might have you just speak some things forth in the midst of praise and worship. There's a new place of praise and worship He's bringing us to. And I'm saying this to you at home, too. You're not here in this room, but you can enter into levels of worship of, in spirit and in truth that you haven't known. I, I want to. But I also know that when I pray at home all by myself, the angels gather there. How do you know that? By faith. And I believe that as I pray, they're sent forth to those in my circle of prayer that I have that the Lord's given to me. And a lot of that, I don't even know what they're doing. I wouldn't even know. Some maybe I do. What I normally do is I pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. But they know, and God knows. Well, God's the one that put it in me to to pray it out. The angels gather. The angels are here. This room is full of them. Your life, God's life in you, will have effect. Will make a difference. Makes a difference in our nation, too. The people of God praying, make a difference. We did, Joyce mentioned the President of the United States of America coming to our town. We say our town, we know from, we're from a lot of different places represented here, but Bemidji's the larger town, kind of a hub. Why did he come to Bemidji? Well, I know it, it sure stirred me to pray in a different place, in a different level. Did you? I thought it was neat that Paul and Marilee were able to be there. Carla was telling me about it. Carla was one of the workers, and so she ended up, somehow she ended up right smack in the front, 20 feet away from the president, right, right sitting right next to Marilee, who some of you know, some of you don't, that Paul and Marilee attended church here for some years. She was an elder here and so forth, and uh, got to see him. Bob was there on Tuesday night. Joyce and I were there. Uh, got to introduce him to Danny Anderson. It was kind of funny because we came up there and Paul, Paul Gazalka. I'm sorry, did I see that? Marilee wasn't there, but Paul was, and we had our masks on and I had we had sunglasses on. And we were gonna introduce him to Danny Anderson, who's running for County Commissioner, and came up there and Joyce, I think it was, said right away, Paul, this is Danny Anderson, he's from our church and he's running for uh, County Commissioner. And Paul smiled and he says, oh, what church is that? Then we realized we had our, <laughs> we took off our mail. Oh! <clears throat> because there is a link there. See, the, why are those things? Well, there's a link there. There's, God has links. He does stuff. He networks us. And even though we don't see them that often, there is definitely a link. And we could tell as we started talking to Paul, it's like, we had never been apart. I mean, our spirits were just connecting, sharing. And, you know, he said, yeah, that's home. Didn't strike. That's home. And, uh, but there is, there's just, there's that special connection there. But but Paul, um, I, Carla was telling me this. We weren't there at the event. We watched it on TV, and they didn't have the priest stuff on there. But evidently, Paul led in prayer, and at the end of the prayer time, he said, "In the name of Jesus." And what happened? The crowd just exploded. Uh, John was telling him this morning that it was almost, or even louder than when Trump got the president. Trump got there, but see. We pray for President Trump, right? I prayed for President Obama, too, and President Clinton, President Bush. We need to do that. Talked about that a few weeks ago. The Lord corrected me on some things. But it was interesting, and you can take this or whatever, when I was talking with Paul and Bob, Joyce was there, Bob says you know the president's going to be speaking on Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah. Beginning. The beginning, see it's the beginning of the Jewish year, is that you said the feast of trumpets? Feast of trumpets and the begin, you know, I didn't, I looked at my calendar this morning and for Friday it says Rosh Hashanah beginning at sundown. And I thought, that's interesting, because he was talking right through sundown and right into the Jewish calendar new year. What does that mean? I do not know. What that, you know, what spiritual significance there may be there, I don't know. Maybe some of you do, but the thing of prayer for the president. You know, we have had that word this morning that the enemy, he comes against us, and there's a conspiracy of events that he tries to bring into your life, to bring you into despair, to sap your strength, spiritually physically mentally emotionally financially probably too it can happen but just think of the president how the enemy would want to do that with him or the vice president or others like paul i shared with paul see he's in my circle of prayer too maybe he's in yours paul gazelka I shared that with him. He said, yeah, I thank God for good health, but I need prayer. I need prayer. So we can have impact with the life of God, the Zoe life of God, when we're walking in it as overcomers against all the evil of the world through the power of that life, that Zoe life, that resurrection life, the same life that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead. And I don't know if it, I don't know when our Chief Justice, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, passed away at what time. Does anybody know what time? But anyway, I don't think the president knew about it when he was speaking, did he? He didn't know. Uh Oh no. Yeah so you know you talk about timing of things too So we need to pray about that because that greatly affects our nation but it also can stir things, you know, as well as I do, that things are very politically activated in our country right now. Very high level of political separation. Of course, that's the definition of politics, it's parties. You know, different parties that go with different ideas, against each other, but we can pray, and that's what we need to do. We need to pray for our president. We need to pray for stamina for him, our vice president, you know, all the different people who are leaders. I pray that for for Danny Anderson. And, you know, like I said, we're not talking about, I'm not talking about Democrat, Republican, Independent, Green party or whatever party we're talking about candidates that line up with the word of God their ideology lines up with the word of God is that right what's that amen amen we have some And that's what we pray, will be more and more involved because righteousness exalts a nation. And sin is a reproach to any people because we know the wages of sin is what? But the gift of God is eternal life. Eternal life. Eternal life. Eternal life. So we want our wineskins renewed so that we can be ready for the new wine that's coming. The new wine that's coming. Part of that thing of the old wineskins, maybe you could call it renewal, maybe you could call it revival. Renewal comes from the washing of the water of the word. I'm remembering Proverbs 4, but I'm going first year to Romans. See, this, this, that's part of, help me remember Romans 12.1 now. Something the Lord told me a few weeks ago, or I don't know, maybe a month ago. He said, part of that new wine for you, you need to have your wineskin ready to preach different, to teach different than you have. There's been a season where I did it a certain way. That's how the Lord had me do it. Where I was studying, meditating on the word for a message, and there was great anointing there, and I would just write it out as I got it in my study. And I'd have it on paper, and I'd have it, or a lot of times it was on my iPad, and the Lord had me pretty much read it off of there, and I'd add other comments too. But that's the way it was. He said, okay, and now you're coming into a new season. Are you ready? I'm not sure I was, but I have to get ready. Last week I did it the first time, where it's more like it is today. And I know it's not real smooth from point one, two, three, four, and five, but I'm just Holy Spirit winging it. Holy Spirit telling it. Now, here, instead of getting it at home, writing it down, and then reading it, he's just saying, okay, this, here's a season when you're going to do it this way. How long is this going to be? I don't know how long it is. I, I really don't, but I want to go there. I want to be obedient. So what is the Lord telling you in your, in your life? What's he telling you? How is he preparing your wineskin for the new wine? In a sense, this is new wine for me. I mean, but it's the Holy Spirit wine. It's his flow. But you go to Romans 12, verse 1, and we can see this fits in with the wineskins being renewed. And let me tell you, this is for all of us. It's not just for some. That includes you that are at home. It says, verse 2, and do not be conformed to this world. That's another thing. I had this thought this morning because I knew I'd be having scriptures that I wouldn't have gotten for the screen. I'm not sure. Yeah. But the thought, maybe part of this new wineskin thing or the new wine is that we bring our Bibles to church. Now I'm not telling you you have to wear a mask or not wear a mask. We go by where's your peace. You do what the Lord shows you to do. And I'm not going to tell you you have to bring your Bible to church, but I'm just putting it out there, okay? And then at home, of course, it's a little easier for you. You can go get it. Because I think we'll be having, through this season, scriptures that we're not gonna have on the screen. They're not gonna be on the the television in front of you either. Is there any amen for that one? (laughs) I remember the day When we brought our Bible, we went roller skating and we brought our Bibles with us, (laughs) didn't we? We went miniature golfing, we'd take our Bibles with us. So this was during the Jesus Revolution, this is the early 70s. Every place, to school, didn't they, Dan? You brought your Bibles to, to the public school. Big Bibles, big black Bible, (laughs) my Thompson chain reference. Anyway, hallelujah, verse 2 of chapter 12, and do not be conformed to this world. That's what the enemy would want for us today, to be conformed to this world, and there's a lot of Christians who are slowly, subtly, just little bit by little bit, getting conformed to the world. And they don't even know it. It's like that old illustration of the frog in the, in the water, you know, on the stove. Throw it in the hot pan right away, it'll just jump out, but crease it slowly, it'll get boiled but don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That word renew, it means to make new, fresh, or strong. That's what he's doing with us today. He's making us new, fresh, and strong as believers. And it also means to begin something again, especially with more force and enthusiasm. That's the word renew. Transformed by the renewing of your mind. Maybe that's part of the wineskin works, I'm sure it is, the renewing of our minds. According to the Word of God, we've kind of started, got into a certain way of thinking. Well, maybe this is okay. Well, maybe I can do that. Or maybe "Mm, I don't have to do that anymore. I don't feel like whatever. You fill in the blanks. Renewing of our minds that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God, that you might in your life show his life, his light, his love, because that's all part of his life. It's love, joy, peace, righteousness. All part of God's life. And Jesus is so ready to pour it What was the word you used, Pastor Dean? For him bringing it forth? Was there a specific word? No, not the pruning part, but when he's ready to release it, is that it? Oh, visitation, is that the word? You want the Lord to be ready. Get us fully pruned so his visitation can come. Are you ready for that? Are we ready for it? Do you want it? Do you know what it's like? Lord, may we be ready. That's enough for today. We'll get to Proverbs 4 maybe another time, but the life. The life, the life of God, the life of God. Thank you, Lord, for your life. Thank you for your life. Oh, yeah, worship team. Why don't you go up? Let's sing that first song as we leave. The front one we started out with, revival song. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We do. We pray for our president. We pray for our vice president. We pray for our leaders. We pray for Paul Gazalka. Pray for our governor Walls. We pray for. Um, we we pray for Danny Anderson as he's running for. You know what, Danny? Let's have you come up right now and share we're gonna have Danny in the foyer afterwards. He's, did you get that ready, the, like for judges and stuff? Okay, why don't you just tell them what you're gonna be doing back there, and we'll have you at a table or something in back there. The Welcome Center table, okay.
2: And I talked to a couple judges on Monday night, uh, and and uh, District Nine, which is a huge district for the judges, and there's only two that are running un, um, running for judges. The rest of them are unopposed. The two that are running is James Hughes and Ben Lindstrom. They are very. They seem to be conservative-minded thinking. They follow what's on the state constitution, and so. Basically, you want to vote for the non-incumbent in them. The, uh, so, and then the other ones, I don't know anything about them because they're running unopposed. But there's only been really one judge that's been elected in the state of Minnesota. Through a loophole that's been designed, the governor basically appoints them. So you got to remember that too. When you vote for your governor, generally most of the time, as the law sits right now, he is making your judges too. Um, I firmly believe this election is good against evil. And the devil, he is really trying his outpour because he does not like the United States because it's based on God. And we need to stand up as a church and be very defiant on that and be on fire for the Christ. And vote electors who are followers of Christ. That's very important. And, and he, he's running scared. And you know, I think we the United States is going to see a turning point, and this is going to be it here. If there's anybody who's not registered, I'll have contact information for you in the foyer. If you have any questions, where about you? Who's going to be up for election in your area and such? I'll be in the foyer. You can ask me questions and, uh, and like that. That's Thank good. you. That's
1: good. Thank you, Danny. Thanks. And so, Danny will be in the foyer. We really need to pray for the president for just just physically for his life too. Um. We do that right now, Lord. We thank you for your hand upon him. We just see your hand over him. We as the church, we pray for our president, even as you told us to. Just the bloodline of the Lord Jesus Christ around him to keep him from assassins or anything that would try to take him out. In Jesus' name. We pray this. We also lift up Danny in this campaign for that county commissioner, Lord, for all that he needs with physical strength, time, financial help, everything there that's needed. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know, I almost forgot about announcements. I'll do those quickly here. This Wednesday at 10 o'clock, we'll have our touchpoint of teaching. Very good time, I think important time. Next week, Tim and team will be leading our worship here. Um, Also, the School of Ministry will continue. That got started. Talk to Pastor Dean, Uh, contact him at 218-553-0634 for either coming here or you can be a part of that on Zoom. And then also, any of our youth leaders, you could speak with Peter and Linnea, our youth directors, about ideas for this fall now for our young people for what to do. And then a night of praise and worship. I believe this is there's a real significance for this. I sense it in my spirit. Friday, October 9, at 6.30, right here. Led by Tim and Kathy, Pomp and team. And then forgiving financially of our tithes and offerings. Those that don't get to the church house, you can send the mail to 10 Strike Community Church, Box 67, 10 Strike, Minnesota, or go online to do that. And we thank you, Lord, that you bless all the giving abundantly.